You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go! Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your day. This episode, we're talking trip planning and park touring. Is there a process? Is there a right way? Is there a wrong way? You're going to listen to Vicky, Tim, and I discuss how we go about planning our best Disney vacation ever. So planning can be very stressful, but just listen to us and we will teach you how simple it actually can be. So for myself, I have it down to a three-step process, nice and easy, so basically vacation for dummies, right? And Vicky says she's done it so much that she doesn't even need a process, doesn't need to plan it. Tim slaps his head and says, hey, it's all right here anyway. Yeah, and he said, if you go six times a year, you don't need a process because you <laughs> have it all locked up inside. Especially by himself. I'm so jelly because you go by yourself all the time. I do. I love Aren't it. Aren't you lonely? No. I wouldn't be. Well, I, I make Disney friends. I w- See, for me, when I go like by myself, my or if I'm by myself in the park, when I'm with the family and they want to go back to the resort, I do get kind of depressed because I don't have my boy with me. Well... So there's two parts to that. The first part is you can do whatever you want. You don't have to worry about anybody else's schedule. Okay, so you, you know you, you think you want to go get in line for something, and you decide once you see the line that you're going to go somewhere else, you don't have to worry about disappointing anybody by not getting in line. Except right? for yourself. Except for yourself. <laughs> right. Exactly. But you're right. On the other side of it, you want to share certain you know adventures and, and make memories with your family. But, you know, that's why you go so many times a year. You take them and, and uh, you do a solo trip and then you take them and, and uh, create new memories. So, Vicki, I have a very hard time believing that you just don't have a process or or whatever it may be. You, you kind of alluded to the fact that you just do. You just go. You don't have a process? Well, the first time that I did it, but now that I've planned my trip so many times and I've planned trips for so many other people... Now I just know you get on the Disney World website and you see what deals are going on. And if it doesn't work for you right then, then you wait because there's always going to be something else on there. And the other thing is it's like the stock market. I think I've said that before on here. It's It changes all the time. The pricing of what? The pricing of um, the packages, the tickets. Um, not so much tickets as much as the, the packages overall. Well, tickets go up every year. No, I get that, but I mean, so you could look now. Okay, so it's like about 6.15, everybody, and um, it's 6.15. You could look and the price could be $200 cheaper at midnight, or it could be $200 more, but then it could be cheaper in the morning, and it's never the same. Well, going into a new work week. Right. Okay. Right. So if this was a Saturday going into a Sunday, then it may be more expensive or less expensive. And you would think that it would be more money if you were looking on the weekend, or that's my thought processing anyway, and that's not necessarily the truth. So it's really a matter of a guessing game and kind of playing the lottery. So I just get on um, the Disney World app 
and I just search around for the dates that I'm looking at. Now, always we like to go to Disney at Christmas just because I think I've mentioned before that we can't go in the fall anymore because of marching band and that'll change in another year or so when my last child is graduated from high school. Then we can think about maybe going other times. But um, I just go in there, plug in the dates, plug in who we are and just try the different prices and see. It is a lot more money. I'm not gonna lie to you, it's more money to go at Christmas. Nick was freaking out. I can't remember if he said it was double what he normally pays. Is that what you said, Nick? Yeah, about double what I would pay going toward going Christmas time. So, I mean, it's a matter of what you are interested in. And so I know what my family likes now and where they like to stay if it's possible. Now, one of the places we like to stay is Caribbean Beach, but it is currently under renovation. However, they give you a bonus right now if you're staying there. If you don't already know this, they're giving $25 gift cards per person per night um, to say that they're sorry that this is going on. Which well, that's because they don't have a restaurant. Yeah, they don't. So, But that's a big inconvenience for, for somebody like myself who likes to get back, grab a bite, and then eat it in my room and right. wind down. You can still get the pizza. I know that's not the same. I guess they're going to have soda kiosks or something. That's what they've Yeah, they're saying. doing those still. They'll still have the refillable mugs. Um, so, so to retract real quick before you go yeah. on, I mean, I may have been exaggerating a little bit. I mean, when I said almost double, it's because I was in shock of how much more expensive sure. it actually is when you go down in December right. versus some other months. I mean, I knew it was expensive, but until you start really racking and stacking and adding it all up and the right. taxes involved and the fees... And air, I mean, wow. That's all I got to say. Wow. And that's one thing versus summer. I had to add airfare because of the way the break worked for us as a teacher. So you're going to fly this time? No, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm going to fly this coming summer. I was just saying if I were to go down in, uh, in December, I would rather fly than drive down there. Now, there has been times when I booked the airline tickets were cheaper. And I booked the airline tickets and just hoped and prayed that I could get a good deal at Disney um, because I got the airline tickets for less than $400 a person at Christmas, which is unheard of, according to my friend that's an airline stewardess for um, Southwest. Go ahead. So for your thing, so when you're talking about you're getting online, you're looking at the packages, I know for you it's all about Disney dining. Right. Well, for you, it's, it's all it's about our, the free dining. And because it's our big family trip. Well, right. So we're discussing like how you plan your trips, right? So that's that's a look for. That's a must do for you, the Disney dining. Correct. See, for me, it's all about the military discount and going down during the summertime. I know so that's, that's where I start. Like. So you start, your starter, your must have or your must do is must, when you look for the first time, when you're going to go down, you always know you're going to go down in December. And you're always looking for that Disney dining package. Right. right? And it doesn't always come out the same time. There's not like a set day that it comes out every year. Because I told you, the first year I did it, it was still being offered in October. And then the next year was August. The next year was May. And last year was April. That's why I really, really thought this year it was going to come out in March. So have you guys sat down and crunched the numbers then? Because with free dining, you end up paying rack room rates, right? Right. That's, That's the... That's the, tra- uh, the the give up. You know, you're not getting the room discount. So right. you guys actually crunch the numbers to see if it's worth it? Yeah. It, it is. It is it? Well, yeah, because um, now my kids are all, they're considered adults. So an adult and with the dining package going up, if we paid for those meals, that's what we did. The one year, we the meals were, because we're there nine to ten days, depends on the thing. But the, the one week that we're, the one time we were there, it was $7,500 if we would have paid for those meals out of our pocket. Wow. 
Um, See, and I can't take those discounts. They won't allow that for military members. You have to choose. Either you're going to take the military discount, the 30% off, or you're taking the Disney dining discount. And so which is, the? it's better for you to take the 30%? No, because I Colin's think last, still a kid? No, because I think last time I crunched the numbers, it was a little bit cheaper for me to take the Disney dining discount. Versus, which would have been what? Versus my 30% on the room. What was, what was the dining discount? I, I don't know. Vicki and I looked that up. We haven't done it recently, but that was over a year ago. Right. Because you and I did crunch those numbers. Right. And we were, okay, versus my 30% room discount or having free dining, which would be cheaper. Because I know that there's certain, like you have to hit a certain threshold. So like you said, your kids are adults now, so there has to be a certain number of kids Plus, depending on which resort you stay at, right. as a value resorts, I think it's just a quick service plan. Correct. And Correct. so um, they say you get the biggest bang for your buck if you're staying at the moderates with, and I can't remember, that's why I was asking, a certain number of adult meals. Yeah, and you have to stay there at least five days for it to even right. um, be counted. So, Vicki, you choose your resort, you choose your... Okay, so let me back up a little bit. You ensure that they're giving you that dining discount. Yes. And then you choose your resort, but you usually choose pop. Do you ever vary? No, I don't usually do pop. I've only stayed at pop twice. Beach club? We usually do Caribbean Beach. Okay. Um, And this year, uh, as you well remember, I overslept on the day of free dining being released. Yes, I remember. And there's only a number of rooms that's offered for each resort, too. And so by the time I got done, I was... um, forced to go to Coronado, which at first I was a little scared of because I had read a lot of bad blogs last year when I had originally booked Coronado. And then we paid $50 to go back to Caribbean when it opened up because we were scared. We had heard that the bus system was a mess. And um, I guess enough people complained because that got fixed pretty pretty much when we were there this time. So um, then we, as soon as we do that, then I usually try to figure out, even though it's going to be a while until it's, what is it, 180 days that you can book your dining reservations. Right. And so as soon as I have that booked, then we start talking about what parks we want to go to on what day and um, what restaurants we want to go to. Do we want to go to some of the same ones? My Each family member has their own favorite uh, restaurant, which I know your favorite is Beauty and the Beast because you said that. Multiple times. Oh, I love that restaurant. The Be Our Guest restaurant, it's awesome. The atmosphere, the ambiance, the food, everything about it is very much just put, it's just a, it's a great experience. It's a grand time. So do you guys have to order on those little kiosk things for dinner and lunch? Because I didn't eat those meals there. I ate breakfast. So I didn't. I I do. I order on the kiosk. Well, you you can do it online too, right? You can. I've never done it online. So when I was there last time, um, back in February... The lady that was managing the line was messing it up. People were just going inside, but then she was telling some of us to wait outside. Um, So me and another couple sat down out there on the stone ledge, and we were just looking at menus um, that she had given us. And so... um, Did you keep it? Well, she didn't ask for it back. (laughs) So anyways... Oh. <laughs> Paper or plastic? Oh, it's plastic. You want to see? I'll bring my collection in next time. It's oh, it's beautiful. Clubbed up. Um, no, they give them to you. Anyways, so I finally said, "Hey, when do we get to go in?" You know, and I was a little frustrated because we'd been sitting there for 15 minutes, and they're just like, "Everybody go!" And uh, because she had messed up, she took both of us right in, passed everybody on the kiosks, and we ordered with a live person. 
and uh, you know I felt like a VIP. There you go. So, that's the way to do it. So I've never ordered with a kiosk or anything online. else, or that's it. You just got to order with a live person. She well, didn't yeah. give you like a free dessert or anything. Yeah, but no, we got to pass like a hundred people in line. Oh, okay. it was crazy. Okay. So there are people that were already inside that had been there long before we had gotten there that were that we got to pass they up. were mumbling at him i'm sure oh, i'm sure they were look but, at that fat guy he's got to get in here so quick and eat so anyway then after <laughs> we've booked our reservation and i um if i haven't done my airfare then i'm scouting the air um the airlines because my husband doesn't love to fly but he hates to drive worse and so i'm you know scouting the prices and he wants to be non-stop so if you can get anything $400 or less at Christmas time and it's round trip, nonstop, book it because um, that's the way to go. I mean, we had to do a layover our first two trips and it wasn't horrible, but you stop in Miami, which kind of seems stupid to me because you're in, you know what I'm saying? Like you're in. Right. You're further south. Where are you staying this, where are you staying this time? I don't know because what are you looking, yeah, but look, where are you looking forward to? Uh, I think I'm we're sure going to try to go back to Coronado. Okay. I, I mean, I so liked, you liked it, right? I did like it. Um, I don't know if I'll like it if I'm far away. I was really lucky to get in that first building right off the convention um, rooms and everything, right by the quick service dining. Uh, we didn't like the quick service dining as much, but we only ate a breakfast and one meal there, one other meal there, so it wasn't that huge. Well, here's what's crazy. So you go down on typically, what, the 21st, 21st 22nd? So the prices actually change. They go from, so for you, Vixer, this is just based on valued resorts. I'm talking pop, all-star movies, sports, music, and the AOA. Right. The pop goes from that week, from the week before, and then the week of when you're getting there. Right. From 164 to 212. Correct. Movies goes from 158 to 195. Sports, 144 to 181. Music, 165 to 207. And here's what's weird. <laughs> here's what's really weird. The AOA is the only one that reverses and goes backwards by a, cons- a considerate amount. Really? $412 the week before. The week you get there, it drops down to 220 Is that for a suite or is that a... That's a standard room. Wow. And These that are is, all standard How is that rooms. value? How I don't get it. I don't, And I, I've looked this up on the travel agent website. You know, when you can go through and actually process a room and book it, you just don't click book, you know? So right. I've processed all these. Well, I've actually processed from back from March 19th all the way to the end of the year. So... Um, the standard room, though, is not a part of the of the dining, the free dining. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. Um, if it's a Little Mermaid room, it's not a part of it. And actually, there's some summer packages that I had printed out because you said we were doing some trip planning for people that are planning this summer. There's still some deals. But if you look, there's um, always some stipulations. It's usually like the villas. Art of Animation, the Little wor- the Little Mermaid rooms are the standard rooms. And that, so they're not part of it. And I'm trying to see what else. The Polynesian, of course, their villas and bungalows are not a part of um, the free dining. So getting back to the AOA, the week of when, the week before you get there and the, and the week that you're there, why do you think there's a drop on, so the 17th of December, that week, it's $412. And then the 24th on four, you know, going on to the end of the year, it drops down to 220 Do you think it's because... But everything else goes up considerably. Well, but... Um, a lot of people that are coming with smaller children, which would be more attractive to the art of animation. I'm not saying that 
um, older kids and teenagers wouldn't like the art of animation because I gotta say, Kaylee and I walked around and took lots of pictures. We were pretty impressed with it and Kaylee was, I don't know, 14 or 15 when we were doing that. But do you think that maybe that's why um, not as many people are booking it? Because really, when we're down there, there are people with little kids, but there are a lot of families that have older kids like what we're bringing. Yeah, so that would make sense to me. I would not, I wouldn't mind being at Christmas with my older kids. But I would not want to be down there with the littler ones, worrying about presents and gifts and all that kind of stuff as well. I mean, it's hard enough remembering diapers and and uh, wipes and formula, you know, those kinds of things. To right. have to worry about actually celebrating Christmas. Right. So that might be it, you know, trying to draw people in. One thing while we're talking about price differences from week to week, just one thing I do want to note real quick before I forget. I thought this was one of the biggest jumps, actually. Art of Animation. The week of the 26th of March, so going back to March, 26th, $186 that week per night. For the same standard room, the following week, it jumps up to $401 per night. Wow. The following week, so the 9th of April, $491, almost a $100 difference from one week to the next. Right. This is an art. Within a two-week period, almost a three hundred dollar increase for the same standard room at the art. At the art during you're probably right spring break. Spring break. Right. Well, and and that's and why then it goes right back down the following week to four eighty three and then three seventy five. Well, because Kaylee was talking. <coughs> so Kaylee was talking about um, fall break or something, and she was telling somebody. To go over they to go at fall break if they if they had that available to them and get free dining and they've virtually taken it away. Last year there was only one, I don't know, four or five days in October that they allowed free dining. And from what we're hearing, it, it's not gonna have any free dining in October anymore because so many school systems are given that fall break. And I think they're all realizing that the teachers are going crazy and everybody needs a break. How do you do how do you select your, your dining then? Go about that. Talk about that and your fast passes. Well, everybody picks a favorite that they they did. Everybody's allowed one favorite from a prior trip. Okay, so your family, you allow each family member to to actually have a part in in decision-making and choose one restaurant they would like to go to. Right, and um, uh, Brad gets more than one if he wants it. If, you know, just because he's the man making the big bucks, so I figure the kids won't care because they like whatever. They're getting a free trip out of it. That's right. That's their Christmas present. college kids, well... Kaylee's in college. college. Right. High school. Joe's almost there. Yeah. Sorry, Joey. And uh, so they're still getting a free trip out of it. Right. So they each pick one. And then typically what I do is I go through and and uh, read about other restaurants that we haven't tried. And I say, um, does, what, what of these sounds good to you guys? I'm thinking we should try this and this. And um, that that's worked out pretty well. Uh, the only problem is then sometimes the next year they're like, I can't decide between this one and this one. Can we do both of these? And I'm like, no, you need to pick one. Because I try to do at least three new experiences when we're there. Um, Even if one of the experiences is quick serve. Because, you know, I tried Casey's thinking that you had tried Casey's before. And actually my nephew, when he just went for his spring break trip with a marching band, he tried it too because he had heard good things about it from us. So Speaking of Casey's, I heard they have a breakfast. Yes. I showed it to you. You did? And you said it was inappropriate. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. You know, Had a couple eggs everything. on there. Now, Aaron's family, once you hit 18, you got to pay for your own vacay. True story. And her, oh. fa- and her family, once you hit 18 years old, 
So we've been renting out like the same beach house with her family for the past Ever. 17 years. Yes. Yeah. I didn't realize this. The individuals that do do come down with us, if you're 18 or older, you pay your own way. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? Okay, so you you don't pay your own way? You're just saying her other family No, members? no, no. So we pay our own way, right? We divvy it up how many rooms there are at the beach house, right? But I didn't realize, like some of her other cousins and stuff like that that still live with mom and dad, that they were paying their own way because they're 18 years old. They still have to pay their own way. Well, in some ways, I got to respect that because... Um, the first year that Kaylee was at college, because things had been so easy, like the Disney trips and the trips to Branson and and just being able to buy clothes when she wanted because she needed them or whatever, she had no respect for money last year, I don't think. Oh, really? Okay. So I think that that's actually pretty admirable. I know that some girls were wanting to take a Disney trip that she knew from college, and their parents said, it's going to be on your dime. And so they got jobs and saved up money and went for a four-day trip. Them. Just four girls. What about fast passes? So fast passes, um, this is also a process. I usually do it about three months before they're supposed to be. So I have an idea of who wants what rides. Again, everybody usually tries to pick or agree upon, um, especially if there's a tier, because you know they're adding tiers to Animal Kingdom now, too. Or I just read that this week, and we didn't report on that. Sorry. No, they are with the Land of Pandora. Yeah. They're adding right. tiers. Now, there's going to be two rides in the Land of Pandora. Yeah. But apparently, they're both going to be on separate tiers. Oh, seriously? Oh, really? I read they were going to be the same. Yeah. Oh, so I read different. So did I. I read they were going to be on the same, and they're going to be with Expedition Everest, which you how did you right. choose? I was, see, so what I was reading was uh, Disney, so I guess it's not true. So what I was reading, though, was Disney purposely was going to set them on two different tiers so you could get both attractions. Well, I hope you're right, but that's yeah. not what I read. That's not what I read either. Oh, bummer. I'm going to choose the boat ride, though, versus the other one with yeah. Colin. Yeah, because you know? that one, it looks like I don't even know scary. if Colin's going to be able to ride the other one. The boat ride, for sure, will be much slower pace. But we try to do things that we can do as a family. I, you know you know that um, Brad does not prefer a lot of roller coasters. So, I mean, rock and roller coasters are his favorite, but he doesn't prefer, like, Space Mountain or something. So, um, if we choose that one, then the kids can ride it twice, back to back. But... Um, that's just how we do it. And then we kind of plan it out. Uh, we used to start with Animal Kingdom, and I'm not really sure why, other than maybe because it wasn't that we're usually tired coming in from that night before. And so the 22nd, we would always go to Animal Kingdom. But we we did it different this time, and Animal Kingdom was in the middle, and I liked it. It was just a little, it was something completely different than the other parks. And you always do Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day? We always do Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day. Which so is when, probably dumb. So when you're park touring, <laughs> you, you put it in your plans, Magic Kingdom that day. Yeah, Always. we know that that, and we know that we're going to do Christmas Eve at Epcot because of, because of, are you okay? Because of um, the candlelight processional that Tim got to experience this year. It just makes our Christmas Eve, it makes us feel like we're at our Christmas Eve service at church. Now, do you guys try and do the processional dinner? So you make sure you have tickets for that? We usually do standby. We play... Um, heads up while we're waiting in the line and we've been pretty lucky the one year we had to stand in the back instead of getting a seat but I didn't think that was too bad at all considering and um and after a while people are playing heads up with you in the line <laughs> you make friends making friends see so Tim what do you do man you say it's all up in your noggin you really don't have to plan it but uh, it doesn't sound like you have a process like I do though 
Well, so I do a lot of planning, actually, but I, I do do it up in my head. And um, part of the reason for that is because I do get to go so frequently that uh, a lot of it, it really makes a difference on the type of trip I'm, I'm taking. So, for instance, I'm in the process right now and planning a trip for my seven-year-old. And, in fact, today I was making fast-pass changes, and we leave in three weeks, okay? But like Vicky. I kind of know when I want to go. I want to make sure I hit festivals. I want to make sure I hit special uh, events, things like that. And so um, what, what I'll do is I'll just look at a calendar. I'll look at a crowd calendar. And then I'll just make a decision right off the bat at the beginning of the year. This is where I want to go. Once I've done that, picking the resort is pretty easy for me. I like staying at the pop. Uh, I've stayed at probably about a dozen different different places and the pop is just I, I have the most fun there the atmosphere and honestly I'm just putting my head down on a pillow so I don't need a place like the boardwalk where there are other amenities that I'm never going to partake in um, so once I have decided when I'm going and where I'm staying for me it's just a matter of waiting until I can create you know schedule my ADRs and my fast passes there's a, a list of restaurants that I like to do if I'm going by myself, uh, taking miles in, in a couple of weeks. I asked him, hey, where do you want to go? What places do you want to eat at? What characters maybe do you want to see? And I take that all into effect. If there's a restaurant that has a character meal and I don't have to wait in line to meet that character later and spend valuable park time on that, then I'll book the character meal and, and go that route. I don't typically do the dining plans. I pay out of pocket for that, primarily because now I'm an annual pass holder. I do get a discount, and it's a tw- it's 20% at a lot of places. So there's significant savings in that. Um, but it really just depends on the type of trip I'm taking uh, so far as where I'm going to do my ADRs. It's going to be a little bit more romantic if it's just the wife and I. Like last year, we did Cinderella's Royal Table. We did Be Our Guest. Um, with the, the other kids, or, you know, with Miles, we're going to go to like Ohana. We're going to go to the Sci-Fi Dine-In. Um, we're going to do uh, Hollywood and Vine. You know, some of these places that are more geared towards the kids. Uh, my older son, we're going to be in June. And again, I let him choose where he wanted to go. And uh, it was interesting because he'll be 17 while we're down there. He'll turn 17. And he wanted to do the Ohana and a couple of the other ones that the little kids want to do. But he wanted to do some of the more mature and adult ones as well. And so it's kind of interesting to see how he's grown up and now has changed a little bit. Uh, So far as the fast passes go, uh, I will go in and I will just book whatever times for the rides that I want. It doesn't matter to me. I just am trying to get them when that, that 60 days hits. And uh, like I was saying, I was on there today modifying my plans in three weeks and was able to score three very early morning uh, fast passes. Now, I already had all three of these rides. So, uh, so my tip and recommendation is just grab them for any time in the day. But I had Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, I had Peter Pan's Flight, and I had The Haunted Mansion. 
and they were all for late afternoon. Today I was able to go in and get Seven Dwarfs Mine Train um, right at 7, uh, I believe it was 7.30 or 8.30, um, but right after the park was opening, I was able to get uh, Peter Pan's flight and exactly an hour after that, and then the Haunted Mansion an hour after that. And what's really good about that is that we can rush into the park early. We can ride Seven Dwarfs Mine Train if there's not a huge crowd by then, which with the new well, see show. That, see, that would be the time have. to actually not have a fast pass for that ride. Right. But here's why. My philosophy is I wouldn't fast pass Seven Dwarfs that early. Well, here's why I, I would do it. If you can get there and you can do it without the fast pass, you can go on it twice. Sure, That's which the, I've been able to do twice, two years in a row. Yeah. But the second thing that it does is by having all of your fast passes completed by 10.30 or 11, I can get more oh, fast passes. You can roll them over. Gotcha. If my last fast pass doesn't expire or I don't use it until 3.30, well, then the chances of me getting anything else between 3.30 and 9 o'clock when the park closes are pretty slim. You know, for any rides that I really want to go on. So I always try and get them super early in the morning if it, if it will work out. But um, it doesn't always work out. Now, on that new Fast Pass reservation system, once you use all three of your Fast Passes, you can only reserve one more ride. Right. One at a time. And then you have to use it. Then, then you can reserve another one. Correct. Right. But I've been able to, in the past, have have all of my Fast Passes, all three of my initial fast passes done by 11 o'clock and I've been able to just head to the ride that I want um, or, or a ride that's available. Um, so maybe I've done uh, Seven Dwarfs, I've done um, Peter Pan, I've done Small World or something, right? Well, if I log in and I see there's one right there for uh, Winnie the Pooh, I'll snag it and go straight over and as soon as I scan my, my magic band, I can go open the app right back up and I can find another. Is it that quick? One. It yes. is that fast. It is. And so then I can maybe snag one just down the street at, at Splash Mountain. Do they? Do you have to spread it over the next hour? Like you can't start it for another hour? No. no it could be can, like if it's in 20 minutes. I've been able to do it right away. Oh, wow. When you're okay. pre-planning, it, it used to let you overlap them, but I noticed this year it doesn't let... Like if you got one at 9... You used to be able to get one at 9.30 for somewhere else. It literally makes you wait the whole really? hour. I've never been able, for real? Cause it does. Yeah. And actually, it's not just an hour. Um, it's an hour and five minutes. It's 65 minutes. Right. So you, if you have one at 9, your next one can't be till 10.05. Well, right. I've never been able to overlap them. That's what I'm saying. You used to be able to overlap yes. them. Yes. Oh, so the first year they had them, I was able oh, to Oh, wow. Because I've, I've tried doing that, and I'm never able to. Well, so. that was in October when the when the Magic Bands first came out, and I'm sure that was just okay. a quirk that they found. But And then they fixed it. Later. Yeah, because, yeah. well, that was the year that they hadn't converted completely, so we got paper mat. Yeah. We got paper passes and that. So we got six fast passes a day while they nice. were trying out the system. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty sweet, I got to say. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the reason why I try and get my stuff done and knocked out real early in the morning. The other thing is, too, is with little kids, and I'm sure you've experienced it, you know, they, they wear out as the day goes on. And so you if I can do... Colin doesn't crash until after the fireworks have gone off. Really? Yeah, it's so nuts. You're lucky then. Well, the fireworks aren't going off anymore. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, it's... it's <laughs> oh, we're going we're gonna to sit right there at Main Street, uh, the Main Street Railroad, and get the best view ever this time. But the kid will literally go... 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. 
and then he's like on fire the whole time. But as soon as he hits that bus, he's in my lap. He's out in seconds. See, I know that this year I won't be able to experience that with Miles. He is gonna. We've already talked about it. We're gonna be doing naps in the afternoon, and so that's one thing that concerns me. We're. I typically fly down. Uh, I've driven a few times. I hate it, um, but I will find good deals um, through Frontier. That's who I I enjoy flying with, and I can usually fly down uh, for two of us for about two hundred and fifty bucks, and. so I love it because it's cheap. I don't have to worry about my bags when I arrive. You know, let the let the uh, Magical Express people grab them for me. And so the other thing is Frontier has a flight that leaves St. Louis. It's nonstop and it leaves at about 7 a.m. So I'm arriving and getting to the Magical Express by about 10.30. That means I'm to the resort by 11.30 and my first day for this trip in a few weeks is going to be at Epcot. I'll jump on the bus, we'll head straight over to Epcot, and you know, boom, boom, boom. I have all of the fast passes. I've been able to, like I said, I grabbed them for whatever time I could grab them, even if I'm in the morning. And I've been able to modify them. Um, and, you know, so that's key is is making sure that you stay on it. Don't just set it and then kind of forget it. Go in there and look and just see, you know. I know, Nick, you've had luck getting reservations in, in ADRs just by going in there and hitting the refresh button. Um, you know, that's something For too. an hour. Well, but <laughs> twice. I've never had a problem getting a reservation that I want. It may be a little bit of work. Yeah. But every place that I've ever wanted to go, I have not had a problem. Well, well, be our guest restaurant, though. No, That's, even be our guest. Are you serious? No. So this late into the game? Oh, absolutely. What? My wife people and I, cancel. Yeah, people cancel. And my wife and I, when we went on our honeymoon trip last year, uh, and we ended up at the boardwalk, I was we planned that trip, it was maybe sixty days out, probably closer to forty five days. I just decided, you know what, let's go. Let's do this. My parents were at Disney and I was jealous and I was like, you know what? <laughs> we never got a full on honeymoon. Let's just go. Let's just do it. And uh, I was able to get Cinderella's Royal Table. I was able to get Be Our Guest, two reservations to Be Our Guest for dinner. I ended up only using one of them. But every single place I want, that we wanted to go, even the hard ones, we were able to get reservations for. One thing that I do is if when that 180 days is out or when I first know that I'm going, I go in and I just start grabbing ADRs. I don't care if I'm going to use it or not. I don't care if it's going to fall into my plan or not. Right. You just you snag them because you can always cancel them. I just there. snag them and, and fit it into my plan and then cancel them. As long as you cancel 24 hours in advance, I've even canceled 16 hours in advance and not had a problem. I was going to say, we talked to the concierge because Brad got a sick stomach because he rode, um, I can't remember. Oh, he rode um, Mission Space with Joey. And we were supposed to go to a buffet, which buffet and just getting off a ride that made you sick is not a good good choice. And so, uh, yeah, they were really good about it. They're just like, no. I said, are we going to lose our dining points? My husband, I mean, is green at this point. So yeah. just have to be nice. Yeah, and, and so that's it. Just you have to be polite about it. But I've canceled the night before. Uh, this past Christmas, we were at Mickey's um, Very Merry Christmas celebration. And my mom was there. And we had the, the, he was one at the time. Um, we had an early morning ADR to Ohana's. I thought it would be a lot of fun to finish this 
week-long trip at, at Ohana's, and, and he could see um, Lilo and Stitch. And um, but our flight left at like one o'clock, and so we knew that to get we had to take and drop the rental car off, and uh, you know, so that we, we were on a time frame. And the last couple of experiences I've had at Ohana's, you sit there and you wait. 45 minutes yes, or an hour. Right. And so I was After really nervous. After your reservation time. Right. After you've checked in. And so I was really nervous about that. And our ADR was for like 7.45 in the morning. Well, here it is. It's like midnight. And we had to get through the TTC still and get to the car and then get back to the hotel And uh, because we didn't stay. I stayed at Universal uh, Resort on this trip. And so I knew it was going to be 1, one thirty before we got back. And so... We had to pack everything. I said, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm not waking everybody up to, to go to Ohana's, especially when he's not going to remember it, right? He's, he's a year and a half old. And so it was maybe eight hours before we were going to, you know, our ADR. And I just logged into MDE, the, the My Disney Experience app, and canceled it. And there was no problem. I never heard anything more from it. So I snag them. And then I will release them back to the public, you know, as I fit them into my schedule, um, you know, because plans change. And, you know, so that's a big thing, too. When I'm at the park, I'm changing my plans constantly, uh, especially if, I, if there's other people with me. Um, and, and one of the kids decides they don't really want to go on something. And I don't want to feel like fighting with them. You know, I don't want to be that guy uh, because we're fortunate enough that we can go and experience experience it you know in six months or, or a year whatever it is you know I don't feel like I have to do everything with them so when I'm so when I'm so when I'm planning okay I basically have it down to a three-step process uh, sounds like we're all kind of the same but different a little bit I love uh, you kind of have plans spontaneity it sounds like you uh, Vixter, it's all about, you know, what the kids want and they get to choose and, and things like that. I, I love that a lot. When I'm So I'm going to break this down to the average vacationer, what I think are some things you should look for. So look fors on how to plan and then how I do it as well. So when planning my Disney vacation, I always follow the same formula. It's always the same formula because Disney usually, uh, as I call it, conforms you into sectioning your vacation into three categories. I just naturally feel like it is three categories. And it's kind of like the, the macro park touring, the micro touring, and, and dining. And I'll explain that in a little bit. So my three-step process is, it's very extremely simple and easy. Each step of the process is usually modified, like you said, Tim, due to changing variables. And that could be family, weather, whatever it may be. It could be timing, your must-dos, refurbishments, the number and age of people in the vacationing party, and just basically the needs and the wants of the group. So I call those my vacation variables. And those can change, and they often do inside the park or even on your way down, as you mentioned already. So the three-step process that I have, number one, you got to decide when you want to go. Two, where you want to stay. And obviously, I mean, it's no brainer. Three, park touring and dining. Kind of clump those into one. Because for me, the, the touring, dining is such a big part of that because there are so many great places to go. But for my experiences, I've had a hard time trying to snag those dining reservations because of people like you, Tim, <laughs> who are holding on to them. He's hoarding so, Right. That's why you so got to be persevere. In my experiences, it's almost like things are kind of uh, conformed around dining. 
you know, and that kind of plans my week from here and there. So number one, you got to decide, listeners, when you want to go. Things that affect this, crowds in peak season, room rates, the, the, the seasons itself with like the weather, right? They have monsoon seasons. You don't want to go during then. And events. So what am I talking about with crowds and peak season? Summer, uh, summer versus going through the wintertime and even themed holidays. You know, you have the Mickey Not So Scary, the Mickey Merry Christmas. You have spring break, right? You have summer where it's, we have all the, the run Disney stuff that's going on. Even in the wintertime in January as well. Uh, room rates. In some cases, like I've already mentioned before, there could be up to a $200 difference from one week to the next. And that's based on seasons, peak seasons. That's what I'm talking about. Crowds. Uh, weather seasons itself. You have a monsoon season. You don't want to go, and I believe, I'm not a Floridian, but I'm pretty sure that lasts from like, what, May all the way to the first week of June? Um, right? Like early May all the, way, all the way to June? What's up? Yeah, even later in June. Is it? Okay. I've experienced it. Um, but I'm talking constant rain. Right. Every where it is, I'm not talking the four o'clock rain. No. I'm talking it's raining every single day because it's the rainy season. Right. right? Uh, you also want to look for um, the humidity and the heat. You know, I go down in June. That's just when I can go down, June and July, because I'm a teacher and that's the, I'm, I'm stubborn. Those are the only two months I'm going to go down. Because any other month I'm going to have to fly and I don't want to pay for that, right? So I got to deal with the humidity and the heat. My wife hates it. My kid doesn't mind. I don't mind because I don't care about the heat. I can be in 100 degree weather and be perfectly fine. As long as I'm drinking lots of water, I'm fine. My wife absolutely hates it because she always complains about, sorry, Vixter, her hair. It's always, my hair doesn't look right. It's so flat. But don't you think that a lot of your resistance of the heat is because you were in the service? And I mean, you were in some... Oh, and I spent like a year in the desert? Right. That's what I'm saying. So... With 80 pounds on my back. That's what I'm saying. So that's why you can carry Colin for those long hours. Oh, I do what I do. I throw him on my back and I just go. That's what I'm saying because you're used to that backpack. I don't even think about the heat. It, It really isn't even on my mind at all. And it's crazy because everyone else that comes with me, that's the one thing they complain about all the time. Even Colin. Well, I'll tell you this. But I don't. I don't even... It doesn't even... I don't know. It's not. It's not on my radar. So... It, heat doesn't bother me, but I do have to think about it because I'm a big guy. Yeah. And so if I don't think about it, yep. I mean, my trip can be ruined on day two, right? Yeah. You know, I could chafe, I could uh, have sore feet. <laughs> they sell things for that. You know, they well, sell. They do. Yeah. And so that's why I'm saying you have to think ahead. You Protect have to. your gold bond. You know, no, 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 no. Running, running short, like the running spandex shorts. So I'll wear that. I actually wear that underneath my khaki shorts. But running you have shorts? to think of those yeah, things. Yes, running shorts, yeah. Because you can't just get down there and buy them. Right. You know, so you have to plan ahead. No, there are, there are a lot of that because those are all the variables. Right. I don't think about the heat. You also have to think about events, food and wine, Festival of the Arts, Run Disney, um, Dapper Dan Days, right? Star Wars weekends and Star Wars weeks. Cheerleading Mickey's Not conference. So Scary Halloween and the Christmas time. What's up? Cheerleading conferences. Yeah, cheerleading competitions, oh, right? Conferences. Uh, so I look at, so for me... When you're talking about when you want to decide when you want to go, and so first variable is crowds and peak season. I already know I'm going during the peak season. I'm going in June, right? That's when everyone's off on summer break. I get that, but that's when I'm off for summer break as well. So that's when I'm going down. Like I told you, I can deal with the heat. I don't care. I can deal, and I can deal with the crowds up to a certain extent until we get into <laughs> maybe senior trips. That's 
I didn't have that experience last summer, but the summer before, and the summer before that, it was really, really bad with summer trips, whether it be inside the States or a vacationing party from outside of the States. Then a big gaggle, just hooting and hollering and screaming and singing very loud, taken away from the ambiance and the atmosphere and the background music on Main Street that you can't hear anymore because it's drowned out by people clapping and cheering for their country and singing, which is great. You're patriotic, but I don't need 100 people with a big old guidon flag marching down the street singing their national anthem and clamping and chanting. chanting. I don't need that. It takes away from Main Street USA and my experience of what Walt wanted it to be, right? I mean, right. I, know the, I know the cast members are cracking down on that, and I definitely saw that last year. Because when I did see groups, they weren't chanting. They didn't have the big flags. So there must be something out there right now when they go, they already know a set of guidelines that they can't do that anymore. I know, because I was thinking when you were just saying that it loses the ambience that Walt wanted it to have when we were in Marceline on that Sunday, and how yes. everything was totally, shut, shut oh down. my gosh, Tim, we do need to take you back there, or we need to we're take going. you with us when we're we go, back. but um, everything down shut down, like there were only two restaurants open, Sonic and Sub, uh, Mr. Goodsense. Mr. Goodsense, yeah, yeah. And, um, and we ate lunch by his uh, thingy tree. By his house, yeah, and, and at the little, by the little cabin. And the, and the tree that was dedicated oh, from, yeah. from Animal Kingdom. For the Animal Kingdom tree, and everything yeah. Else. It was planted with the waters of life. And but I was thinking about how peaceful it was, and we were literally standing in the middle of the street in Marceline and didn't get hit by a car. But you can't do that at Main Street unless you get there really early in the morning, and now that's becoming even more difficult. So the next variable, room rates. So where am I going to stay? I get a 30% discount, so I pretty much just grab the cheapest hotel there is for the resort which is going to be your all-star sports, right? I mean, granted, it's only <laughs> going to be a few more dollars cheaper than, let's say, uh, movies, right? I know you're laughing because I'm going there again, and yes, I had a very crappy experience there last year. You're going to have a great experience. But I have conformed, and I'm like Tim. When, when it was all said and done, I've gone back and I've listened to that episode, and I was a little hard on the sports. I was, but I wasn't because Disney needs to get their act together and repaint and make it look much better. Well, I was because there in February. And, and they were. And they were. You actually and saw them painting. I actually saw them See? painting. See, so it must have gotten to a point where it just looked so cruddy. They were painting. And they, they drained the pool and they, they were cleaning the pool too. Um, all Everything I complained about, they were fixing up. So, you know, if I'm complaining about it, everyone else is too. So right, I'm glad right. to see that when you're out there, they were fixing it up. Like, I'm, I'm with Tim. It's a place to put your head down. Because for me, our vacation... It's, it's go, 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 go. You're, you're going right. from one park to the next, from ride to ride. So for me, when coming down to, you know, talking about a resort, for this trip, I figured I'm going to take the cheapest route possible. All-star sports, get my 30% discount. For the whole entire week, after taxes, for six nights, okay, six nights, $518. That's what I'm spitting I know, he always makes All me Star sick Sports. when he says that. So, it is a no-brainer. Like, yeah, I can put up with the par- or the resort kind of looking a little crappy because it is a place where I'm just going to rest my head. But for $518, I can't say no. It's sort of like Disney and made me an offer I can't refuse, right? <laughs> well, I, one thing at, the, at some of the deluxe resorts, and I witnessed it with my own eyes at the boardwalk, you know, they're out there replacing the flowers every couple days. You're paying for that. 
Right. I don't need that. I don't, you know, I mean, it's beautiful and I Well, there they're going to. You have some of the elite out there, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, so I guess some people expect that kind of thing. But I don't need that, especially, you know, at a value resort. You know, it's funner. It's not as as stuffy and and the atmosphere is is a lot different. So going in June, you definitely don't have to worry about the monsoon season, but you do have to worry about the heat and humidity, which my wife complains about all the time. I know she's going to this summer and her hair is going to look flat, but she always looks just as beautiful as the day before. Come on now. Um, And events. There, There really isn't any events going on in June that I can think of or that I even saw when I was down there. Other than there is. Vicky's shaking her head. Yes, there is. I'm not saying it on here, but yes, there is. Well, gay oh, days. Well, no, I had that yes. on here for yeah. gay day. So no, that's you're the right. first of June. Oh, it, it's changed to the first. Yeah. I know Julie Malloy didn't know when she... Is it actually first. called gay day? It is. It's called gay okay, day. Okay, so I, I am politically correct when I typed it out, gay day. I didn't say it earlier because I didn't know if that's... Was PC yeah, you can or go online and it's actually called gay, for gay days. days. They have pins and shirts. Yeah, yeah. really. Okay. Yeah. And and so I've been down there during that event. I've seen pictures, and I think it would be kind of cool to go down there and and I, watch well, people watch. I'll tell you what. I only had a couple. No, of I know issues. that's not PC, but I've seen some of the pictures. Man, I know I'm talking over. I'm sorry, Tim. Some of the pictures though that I have seen from Gay Day with uh, guys wearing chaps and stuff like that that are pushing the pushing the pushing the limits. Not not. You know, yeah. So I've never seen that, and no, I've over, been down over there. their clothes. I'm yeah. talking over no, their clothes. I've never seen that. Even okay. that, I have seen. Um, and now I don't was, like necessarily seeing this with men and women either. But you know, the couple standing in line and they're about making out, right? Yeah, and that is what. Yeah, and so that's where, I, like I said, I don't like seeing that with heterosexual couples either, uh, especially when I have little kids. But I got to be honest with you. I'm, it, it didn't really bother me because you you see that a lot well, that's not going at other times of the year as well. So right. um, one other thing that the the people who plan that event they they post a year in advance the days they're going to be down there and what right. park they're going to be at. So you know if you do plan your trip and you can schedule it around that. Right. I also. Like, for me, I'd schedule around on the opposite. I don't know if this is what it's called. I just typed up Christian Day. <laughs> I just put that in there. What's that actually called, Vicki? Do you know? No, I think it is Christian yeah, Weekend, it's, it's and it's Christian two days weekend. in September. So I so I was even, uh, I wrote in there, you know, I may want to stay away from that because there's also going to be a lot of people out at that time. Just right. like right. a gay day. There's going to be a ton of people because you have a lot of people from a certain community vacationing down there. It's just going to be overpopulated. Just like you're going to have a lot of the Christian community going down there on that weekend or weekends, and it's going to be way overpopulated. Yeah. So for me, it's stay away from all that stuff. Well, and so for me, I don't view those weekends any differently that moving forward, I'm going to view the U.S. cheerleading competition <laughs> or the U.S. Well, yeah, that's why that's why I grouped them in to the events. The, they are stay away from them. Or run Disney, run Disney weekends. Same ass. You're going to have a lot of people coming from all well, over the so world. Well, and so for me, it's not even so much the number of people. Because I think at this point, the Magic Kingdom is, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, it's always a 7, at least. I mean, that park is so packed all the time. For me, it's what what type of people do I want to uh, be around? I'd much rather be around adults than 
12 and 13, 14 year old girls singing on the bus. Uh, right. You know, like you said, an impromptu parade down Main Street. I, I don't want to be around. Which I have witnessed multiple times. So part of my three-step process was decide when you want to go. Next is resort stay. I've already kind of alluded to that. I talked about all-star sports. So listener, when you're uh, looking to see what resort you want to stay at after you've already picked what week you want to go down there, this all this depends on the type of stay that you want. The children, how old are the children? How old are the people in the group going? Or are they senior citizens? Do you have teenagers? Do you have kids? Do you want to stay at a value resort like myself and save as much money as possible? Are you looking for a moderate? Not the best, but not the cheapest. Are you looking for a deluxe? Is it an older group that wants a lot of um, luxury? You know, something to be luxurious. This is all based on the needs and wants of the party. Now, for me and my family... My wife wants it to be as cheap as possible, and I'll be I'll be honest, so, so do I to an extent. But if I wasn't trying to convince my wife to go down there every time, even though I always get a 30% discount, I would upscale it a little bit and try to try something else out. So this year, that's why we're going back down to the All-Stars, because Aaron wants that, uh, that price to be as minimal as possible. The third thing that is part of my, uh, as part of this process, part of my three-step process, is park touring and dining. Yes, I clump that together because really, when I start picking out park touring, it's all geared around the dining. It's all centered around the dining. So for me, my first variable is, is making that dining reservation 180 days out. Reservations can be made. Uh, it's based on for me which park uh, I'm touring at any given day. So. What I mean by that is, so when you make your Disney Dining Reservation, you'll make sure you're touring that park, you know, not necessarily going making a Disney Dining Reservation, which some people do when they're hopping. They want to they want to eat somewhere else and then hop to another park. I'm not the type of person that's going to go uh, to Tusker House in Animal Kingdom, eat there, and then go straight to the Magic Kingdom. If, if I'm going to make reservations at Tusker House, I'm going to make sure that my day is going to be spent at the Animal Kingdom. Because you're wasting so much time, you know. Unless you take that new bus system. But you don't park hop at all, right? So we do. Yeah, we do typically on the first day. It's typically Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Now, this summer trip going down, I'll explain in a second. Uh, Sorry, Erin, if she's not listening. We're going to be park hopping quite a bit. (laughs) And and uh, we have a five-day park hopper pass. And as much as I said, I'm going back on my word. And I'm not going to go to Animal Kingdom. I'm biting the bullet and we're actually going to go to Animal Kingdom. That's because you and saw I will those explain, advertisements. I did, I did, I did. I saw Pandora and I got to <laughs> go with Colin. I got to go and I got to do safari with him. So I'll explain that in a second. And also after making your di- dining uh, reservations, so for me it's all about what can I get now and hold on to those ADRs like you're saying. So I wasn't able to get any other ADR except for on specific days when I go down on vacation. So see, I already I picked my trip June 23rd through the 29th. You're going to be down there as well. I was able to only snack two ADRs at Be Our Guest Restaurant. Oh I want to eat, well, I want to eat at Be Our Guest Restaurant, but I could only get lunch on two, these two days, but they're not, they're not next to each other. They're separated by a day. So I was just taking what I could get. You know, I'm not going to give up. I'm still going to keep looking. Like you said, the plan can be modified, but for me, it's only modified based on my ADRs. So do you pick the parks that you're going in and then try and pick your ADRs? So I look for what's available ADRs first, because for me, there are some must-dos when I go out there. Be Our Guest Restaurant, by far, 
is a must-do, apparently. No, it is the must-do. out of More than any, Ohana? Yes. Out of any restaurant out there, the Be Our Guest restaurant, it is the must-do for, for me and our family. Because Beauty and the Beast, I mean, you talk about going to a park where it's, it's for adults and children, right? Beauty and the Beast was such a huge, played such a huge experience in, in, in my childhood that I'm not only eating at any restaurant, I'm reliving my childhood and I'm watching my kid live his right then and there. It's an awesome experience. So that's cool, but I don't know about you, Vicky, but I don't have any must go to restaurants. I just don't. There are so many good ones that if I don't get into Be Our Guest or Cinderella, Okay, I'll go somewhere else. You know, See, and I, I get depressed. Go... I get depressed if I can't get in and be our guest. No, I do. No, I know you do. Bad in Ohana, like not going to Ohana this year, it's kind of depressing. Well, I don't know. I think you should go to Ohana. I no, you're going to spend 120 bucks for a family of three to eat. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Well, and the, So my last two experiences there were, were terrible. I don't know that I'd go back. And I had one of those meals comped. I mean, unless you and I want to hook up some point and, and do that and we can split the cost. I'll do that, Tim. Do what? Well, like, you can't go to Ohana split. How do you do that? No, no, so... Oh, he means so one of us discount and he'll give you the money. No, no, you can. So, like, if you don't do an ADR, but don't put it on the plan, or or what kind of type of plan? You don't do plans anyway. And I'm no, assuming you're not going until in June. Right? Well, what, do you, what do you mean when you say So, plans? like, you and I could get an ADR at Ohana, and when it comes time to pay, I give them, we say split it. Oh, sure, split sure. Split the check. That way we're not paying, we can still go there. And it's not going to probably paying out the yinging for it. Right. Because it's the same price no matter what. Right. Yeah, and it's all you care to eat. So that's a problem right. I have now is I'm not eating a lot. Right. And so it doesn't make sense for me to go to a place like Ohana, pay my $37.99. Right. And I can have a sausage link and half an egg. Right. So you know. when you went in February, did you go to Ohana then? I did not. Not by myself. Well, I was just asking because... Yeah. We had, the, we had 2014, 2015 were not good experiences for us. Now, our friends had not had the other experiences we did, so they still thought it was good. I mean, and well, taken care of for the crowd that we were in. But this time we went, and I know I reported that on my trip report, and um, we had that waitress, and she says you can request if she's there, and that's the Desiree person. She's phenomenal. So I haven't really had... So I really haven't had any issue with the service once I get in. It's the wait. You sit there and wait forever. I went three times last year, and all three times I checked in, I sat and waited. Minimum wait I think I ever had was 45 minutes. And when you get taken back finally into the restaurant, half a section or half the restaurant is empty. empty. There's yeah. nobody there. And it makes you think that they're just way understaffed. And But they're Maybe still so. taking ADRs as if they're fully staffed. I, I will say this, though. I We did Ohana in October. So if you guys remember, uh, and this is one thing I wanted to add, when you're planning your trips, you have to be flexible. There has to be flexibility. You can't have a plan and, and just think that everything is going to go to according to that plan because things will change because we had a seven hour flight delay see and i hate that and so we had to extend well we didn't have to but i wanted to extend our trip an extra day right so we extended it an extra day i had to cancel all of our reservations and fast passes for that day and we ended up with a, a 
an ADR to Ohana for that night at like 10.30 at night. It was super late. But we checked in. Five minutes later, they took us back. The place was packed. You know, it wasn't like half the place was empty. And uh, the food was amazing. The food was probably some of the best that I had had ever had. You were probably so hungry. Well, that might be part of it. Because we got off the plane... um, it was 2015 when we got off the plane, and it was pretty late, but the um, pizza place wasn't closed yet, so we ordered the pizza to be delivered to our room, and we thought that pizza tasted so great, but you guys oh, know Oh, that's that. awful pizza. You're talking about right there, that's over a pop, um, and they can deliver to AOA? Well, it, it was actually Caribbean Beach, but it was the okay. same pizza. Yeah. But I mean, it all the same? It's the when same you're, everywhere. When you're yeah. that it really hungry, isn't that great because there. our flight... Had, we didn't eat dinner because our flight was supposed to be five something and it kept getting pushed back and then we went straight through so all we got was the snacks on the plane so we were like ready to eat our arms at that point so with the ADRs so I know I was able to get ADRs at the Be Our Guest restaurant on Monday and Wednesday so I'm like okay looks like we're going to Magic Kingdom on Monday and Wednesday. Wednesday so so you're willing to eat at a, a place twice at the same trip like that because to me that is a that is a need and a want so I was talking about that earlier. All these variables are based on needs and wants. So for me, because my wife doesn't care about this trip, she's just going for the ride. And Colin loves to be our guest restaurant as well. All right. So I'm like, all right, I can only get an ADR on Monday and Wednesday. All right, I guess we're going to Magic Kingdom on Monday and Wednesday. So then that's going to dictate, you know, my fast passes. So ones that rides that are super hard to get, you know, Seven Dwarfs. But I'm also going to make my, and we'll get, it, we'll get into this in a second, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself on how to make those fast passes. Um, one thing I learned this, this go around, and it's crazy because when you think you know everything, you'll learn something, right? And I learned by calling up and just asking. So I know you can make reservations before a park opens as far as eating. We're talking about ADR still. Right. And Colin really wants to do the Jedi Academy again this year. He didn't do it last year. He did it the year before when he was three. Um, he's going to, or four. Now he's going to be six. He wants to do it again. So I'm like, man, it was a pain trying to get him signed up. Literally families were running. I'm not even kidding you guys. And you've oh, probably yeah. listeners, no, you've I've seen, seen, this. It. seen it. So I'm trying to be proper, do it the right way, walk with my family briskly, but I'm not going to run over anyone. I'm not going to hit anyone. I'm not going to butt in front of anyone. Dude, there are no rules. So, literally, I saw moms holding their child, like, in their arms, sprinting to the ABC Theater, sprinting to sign up their kid for the Jedi Academy. So, I'm like, I don't want to have to deal with that because I'm not the type of person that's going to run. I'm not the type of person that's going to knock their child down and keep walking over them like it happened to us with Colin last year with the family. I decided to make a breakfast reservation at Hollywood Studios, Hollywood and Vine. Yes. Or and the, the earliest I could get it, which is kind of stinks, was 8.45. Granted, that's only 15 minutes before the park opens. But if I can get there like at 8 o'clock and say I have a reservation. They'll bring you back. Are you kidding me? They'll bring you back there. Oh, okay. I thought you meant they're going to have me wait. Oh, so no. if I show up at 8 and I'm like, you know, I got a reservation and I'm, I'm hoping. But I eight. would check back like Tim's saying because we bumped ours up to 7.45 one time. So I would, you mean bump it back? I mean bump it back so that okay. we were in there. See, and I we want to the get there. As, see, I want to get there as soon as possible. A, because I'm not going to go check in right away. I'm going straight to the ABC Theater, right. and I'm going to sign Colin up. I'm going to go around Echo Lake, 
right? And I'm going to sign. They might not let you know. And I'm going to sign. No, they, they'll let you sign. They'll let you sign up early if you have a reservation, an ADR. They'll let people sign up. I guess because you'll miss the window of opportunity. Exactly, because you're eating breakfast. So that I called, and that's one thing that I found out. So I'm like, awesome. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to get there. I'm going to make sure I get there extra early if I can't get an earlier reservation. Like just get there 8 o'clock an hour before the park opens and go straight to the ABC Theater. Hook them up. Show up for our ADR. And if they say, oh, you're too early, or because I'm going to ask, like, can we get seated now or are we going to be waiting around? If they say it's going to be a little while, I'm going to go ride a ride. Because I was all, I've also been told that some rides are open and the cast members will allow you to ride some of the rides. So I'm going to go try to ride, or, you know, get on a ride and then come back. They have it pretty blocked off, though. I don't know. And, and I don't know if you remember, the kids talked about this with you when we came back and did our trip report, that um, they did something new this time. And they had four cast members walking the crowds that were going to Toy Story and yep, Star Wars. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. And they held hands across no, the No, they did. No, yeah. So people couldn't do what they did no, to but you if you're already but if you're already in the park, you're see, so when if you have like a 745 reservation and you're done with your dinner by 8.15, park doesn't open up till 9 o'clock. Where are you going to go? So we, that's one thing that we always do uh, with a larger group. We always go to Tusker House at Animal Kingdom. And we always do as early as they'll let us in. So, the, you know, we're one of the first families in the park, first families into Tusker House. It also means that we're the first ones out and we can get out just as the park opens and get right on the safari. And so it's an early morning safari. We can see the animals are a little bit more active because they're being fed. Right. Um, and so it's great because you can get all of that out of the way, you know, right off the bat. So they will let you in early. It's just a question of what other areas of the park are they You'll willing be allowed to let to you go. go to. Because I've right. tried taking like photos, uh, you know, of different places in the park as families are running to get to Tusker House because right. they think that other people are going to get put in front of them. I wrote a whole blog about this, you know. <laughs> um, but I wanted to get like some pictures of the Tree of Life without right. tons of people, people in front yeah. of it and whatever. And uh, Harambe, Harambe Village some photos without people and I've got some beautiful shots but if I tried going further east um, towards like what was that Collie River Rapids and, and, and that area yes uh, they won't let you go that direction they're only they, you know they kind of corral you towards the Tusker house right. I'm talking like uh, Star Tours area and over on that side yeah so anything now, is right there yeah I know you can't go to like Toy Story Mania like they're not going to let you go all the way over there that's way out of the way on the opposite end of the park, right? When we went, but, they had it blocked. It they had somebody waiting at um, uh, Indiana Jones. Okay, it's blocking you so you couldn't get. Well, that's that's right there to Star Tours. Okay, because you see, that's right there by the ABC Theater. You still could get into the ABC Theater though. No, that it was literally blocked. Like they had people so you could get past like the fifties diner, and then right. there was people. And then there was people. So I wonder if that's the case. Because I asked, I was like, so if I eat breakfast, can I go straight to sign my kid up for Jedi Academy? They're like, yeah, sure, sure. It's like, can I wait after I eat my breakfast? Yeah, sure, sure. They should be able to take you and sign your kid up before the park opens. That's one of the perks of having an ADR before the park opens. Um, well, if, if you talk the, to them, that's all you got to do. If is that's tell the them case, I mean, so what are they going to do with someone who's finished eating a breakfast and they want to hang out? 
We just walked around, around that area and the right. a couple stores were open. So we I guess I'll just hang out then. I will plant my body right there at the ABC Theater and say everyone else behind me. You know, like, right. I'm starting the line. This is where it's at. Because uh, I really want to get them in. And I know last time people were running. I thought we got there early. Like, so it was it was a rope drop and uh, we walked straight there. We only had maybe 10 people ahead of us, the ones that ran, because we were the first person in line on the far left, right? And we still didn't get into like three in the afternoon. Yeah, it's it was really weird. Super. It was popular. like they it was like they purposely. It's not in order of how, when you get there. It's we'll take this person for the first stage, this person for the afternoon, this person for the evening. By the fourth person, they're back in the morning. You know, the fifth person will stick in the afternoon. The sixth person they stick in the evening. It's like they space it out on purpose. I don't know. That's probably not how they do it, but that was just our experience last time. Um, so with that said, talking about, I'm also buying the park hopper, the five-day park hopper pass. So I've, I've witnessed these military park hopper passes go from $160 or $130. Now they're $210 for a four-day park hopper pass, which is amazing. But for that fifth day, it's only 10 extra dollars. So for $220, you can get a five-day park hopper pass. For one person, though. For one person. Oh. $220. Right, but I... Or five, a five-day no. park hopper. That's nothing. So I said, sign me up. I spent like 660 something dollars whatever. It was like a $10 servicing fee. And I got three tickets this past weekend. And so what I'm going to do on day one, and I, and I know better than this because it's a weekend, I'm hitting... I'm, I'm going to make reservations for fast passes... Uh, and I know you made Safari in the morning, but I want to see Pandora at night. So if I'm going to go well, there... but So they're doing extra magic hours, so you can do that. From 11 to 1. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. So I want to see it at night, but I'm getting there on Friday night. Saturday morning's going to be my our first day. And I, and I said, okay, well I guess we'll go to Pandora, or Animal Kingdom, on Saturday. And I know everyone's going to be there. So I'm thinking to myself, well, geez, if I could just get that ADR, PR guest restaurant, you know, on a Saturday versus a Monday or a Wednesday. So I'm figuring in my head, okay, I guess I'll do, I guess we'll go to Epcot in the morning and then in the afternoon and at night, hit up Animal Kingdom and see it at night. And then let's see here on uh, what I say on Sunday. Uh, I don't know. I, honestly, I'm at a loss. Maybe go back to Epcot and ride some rides that we couldn't get fast passes on. Um, I told you Monday was going to be Magic Kingdom because I already have an ADR for the Be Our Guest restaurant. Right. Uh, Tuesday, uh, you know, that will be a day where we could go back to the Magic Kingdom. We could go to Animal Kingdom and maybe do Safari in the morning. I just think with that extra fifth day on that Park Hopper Pass, it gives us a buffer of a free day now that we're not going to go to Disney Springs because typically on that free day we go to Disney Springs and hang out and go to a restaurant and walk around but that gives me an extra day to bounce between parks and try to get on those rides that I couldn't get those fast passes for or that I may want to go on again so that's kind of like my rationale that's my thinking listeners I have it down to a three-step process decide when you want to go where do you want to stay and then finally park touring and dining so basically what what I really should say is dining right and everything else is centered around it but that's me because that's my need that's my want i love the restaurants i love the food 
So when we planned our honeymoon trip, that's how we did it, was around the restaurants. It was the wife's birthday. We wanted some of those romantic, you know, special evenings or whatever. And so that's what we did. And so you it didn't worked eat out Tony's? great. So I, I, no. What's up? <laughs> I told him he didn't eat it. So no, we'll say you know what? I did spaghetti. Today, um, for my trip with Miles, actually, yes. I already had all my ADR scheduled. But, I, but last time I was down there, a couple, last month or two months ago, I was going to go to Tony's, you know, and, and uh, I ended up canceling that one. I actually booked an ADR this morning for Tony's. It worked out. So I can go get their big meatball. Nice. But so there is art. I didn't get to this, listeners, and I apologize. I said I would. And Vicky and Tim, there is an art to booking fast passes. So you want to make sure the most popular rides, and, and this has just been my personal experience. Look at the. So after I've picked dining, that dictates where I'm going to be, what park. So then you look at that park. And so for whatever park you're at, what I do is I work my fast passes backwards. So I start at the last day that I'm going to be there. Okay? What I always like to do, because I know you're fighting residents, right? You're going to fight those individuals that live there, that have annual passes, that are able to make those uh, fast passes as well. I kind of book them from the back end to the front end. Because you're more, I guess you're more apt to actually get what you want versus if you start booking them on like that Sunday, you get there or that Monday, right? Other individuals that may live there that are trying to gain those fast passes for that day are probably going to get those rather than, you know, think of it as I'm going to start booking my fast passes all the way from the back, work my way to the beginning. So as an annual pass holder myself, I can only do that 30 days in advance. Right. Unless... On my MDE account, uh, somebody else has park tickets with a resort reservation. So my son in June, when the 60 days comes, because he'll have park tickets, I can book mine at the same time. I was able to do that with Miles as well. So maybe I'm nuts, maybe I'm just paranoid, but do you see the value of possibly booking no, your I'm fast passes from the back I'm... end to, to the front end? I've just never had that issue. And so you always have to think about what are the most popular rides, too. So when you're booking your Fast Passes, this isn't anything new to some of you guys. Maybe some of our listeners that may be listening for the first time. You always want to make sure that you're booking the most popular rides first. You want to make sure you snag those right away. So like I was saying earlier today, I was able to go in and update all of mine. And so I think you're right. Snag them. Snag them for whatever time you can get them, though. Right, and you can always modify and make and changes. Then, right, try and modify. I've never had luck going in, and I don't know if you have, Vicky, but I've never had luck going in and saying, okay, on this Tuesday, I'm going to be at the Magic Kingdom. I want to ride, um, I don't know, Seven Dwarfs first thing in the morning. I've never had luck going in and getting Seven Dwarfs for first thing in the morning. You know, the first time. It always seems like it's 11, 11.30, well, something Well, see, like there's that. a glitch in the system, and it's still there. As of last year, I haven't gone back and made my reservations for my Fast Passes. But Vicky and I have talked about this. You can actually manipulate the system. So if you go in and you cancel it, right, and you make it for a different ride or you want to transfer one ride to another ride, you know how you can do that as well. Right. And it asks you what time you want to make it. Right, so before it's vague, it's 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 a block of time, right? Yeah, morning, afternoon, right, right. Evening. When you go in and it's not unlocked, but I know it was like this last year, and so I'm so sorry, listeners, that I'm talking about data that was almost a year old. But Vicky and I have talked about this. If you go in and cancel your fast pass, 
even though maybe you don't want to, maybe it's a great fast pass, but you just want it to be an hour sooner, it will ask you, well, what, what time do you want to ride this ride? Remember? And it would yeah. come it would come up, it would say 1 o'clock, 1.30, 2 o'clock, 2.30, 3 o'clock. It actually gave you that option. Right. And now they could, may have fixed that. And yeah, I haven't seen that. And you could choose it. And then magically it gives you, because I did that with all my fast passes right. that one year. Right. And I, I didn't like the times I was getting. So when I found it by mistake, because I was transferring one fast pass to a different ride, I'm like, oh, it actually allowed me to dictate my time 15, you know, right. plus or minus 15 minutes. Well, I know. So and this then I morning, tried it again and it worked again for a different one. I'm like, and so I went through and I did the exact same process. Well, this morning when I went through and did it, uh, you know, I readjusted some of the times for my Magic Kingdom. Because they were like 11.40, 12.55, and then like 2 o'clock, right? When I went in there this morning and, and modified each one, uh, I was able to, to select a time, and it gives you like a three-hour window. So let's say I went in there, and I think I ended up getting it for like 8 o'clock or something, but uh, or 8.20. I went in there and said 9 o'clock knowing that I, it would do three-hour block, and it popped several of them up right away, and I was able to snag it, like, first thing off the bat. So what you wanted. Ex- so yeah, see, when you I go wanted. back in and you cancel it out or transfer it. But I didn't cancel it. I just modified the time. Okay, well, okay, we'll go in there and mod- modification. So just because you, you, you get your fast pass and it tells you what time you're supposed to ride your ride, listeners, go back in there and don't be afraid to cancel. Don't be afraid to modify because it actually opens up, like you said, Tim, it sounds like it still does, and that's what I was trying to explain. But I couldn't they pick give the you exact more time. But it was like plus or minus what? Well, it gives you a three-hour window. So you know how it gives uh, you before, the options. I could have sworn before it was, it was given us, like, it was either given us by the hour or by the half hour, and you were able to manipulate it. Mine was by the hour, but it might have okay. been 30 minutes when you did because I went six months after you did. So, and I was able to actually manipulate the time. Now, of course, they've come up with so many updates. It just updated a week, what, a couple weeks ago? Right. That was the last update, and I love the updates, by the way. Have you been on it? It's so simplistic. Yeah, it's a little bit easier. The, the interface is easier. It's all right there. It's not like menu-based. It's like icon-based. Right. I love it. So, or app-based. An app within an app. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. So, that's my process. Any uh, around the room? Anything else, to, uh, Vicky? I don't think so. I think we covered it. I think our processes are all similar and just, we just tweak them to meet our specific needs. Yeah, and I think the big thing is understanding what type of trip that you're going to take. You know, for me, solo trip or family trip uh, versus a honeymoon trip or romantic trip. You know, because that makes a, a difference on the resort you're going to stay at and the places you're going to eat. You know, the, the attractions that you're going to see. So, so understanding what type of trip you want to have or what type of experience. You know, the more often I go, uh, the less I feel like I have to do everything. And right. so I'm not go, go, go right. at the park. And so I'm more inclined, uh, especially lately I've been talking to the wife, about maybe doing a DVC or a DVC rental at least and going to some of the more deluxe resorts. And, and yeah, sure, go to the park a couple days, maybe park hop 
for two or three days, but then there's so much to do at those resorts outside of going to the parks and experiencing Disney in a totally different way. You know, do spas with her or, you know, a massage or whatever the case may be. <laughs> he said romantic terms. Yeah, yeah, make it romantic. I mean, I don't have enough kids already, so. <laughs> what He's if going for the down? Brady Bunch. What if you're laying down on the table and, you know, uh, you hear the door close and, and uh, Oh, Tim! Oh, you like, Tim? Oh, oh, oh. I don't know why. I'm getting pretty excited. He thinks he's Mickey Mouse. And all of a sudden, plop, plop, these big white gloves are all over you. <laughs> Anywho. Hey, if it's Minnie. <laughs> if it's that, the princess. That about wraps it up. Listeners, thanks again for listening to this episode of the Mouse Bates Podcast, where we talked about trip planning and how we do things and must-dos for you and, and what you need to look for uh, when planning your next Disney vacation. Next week, we have Dave coming on the show. He's going to take over. We can't wait for that. We have absolutely no idea what he's going to bring to the table other than it's going to be something historic. Can't wait for that, guys. It's going to be awesome. He's going to be fun. himself. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. Listeners, don't forget to check out our all-new Mousecapades website, mousecapadespodcast.com. You can check out that link on the right-hand side. Mousecapades Radio, we're playing the best mix of authentic Walt Disney and Disneyland audio, resort television stuff. We have background loops, fireworks shows, resort TV for all of your listening pleasure. Enjoy. It's fun. I listen to it all the time. I listen to it at night. It's uh, a great time. Yeah, I annoy the wife. Maybe I should put the headphones in, right? (laughs) But uh, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah, and don't forget to check out our friends at the... No, I'm drawing a blank tab. Magical Mouse. Thank you, themagicalmouse.com. Check them out. Thanks for listening. I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Hakuna Matata. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Brought to you by our friends at themagicalmouse.com. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. At mousecapadespodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Hakuna Matata. And have a magical day.